Good morning, James Chapman. Welcome to the Grand Year. Yeah, see, you always make fun of me for like, welcome to the grind. Yeah, no, you're the the softer side was nice. The softness it was nice. It was a nice mix up this one. Dude, I've, I've been changing up. I've been changing up the way that I go about life a little bit, man. Yeah, variety to... is the spice of life, as they say. Yeah. Wait, what was that? Variety is the spice of life. That's, That's what they what say. I, That's what they say. I'm not. I'm not opposed to it. Yeah, I change up things every now and then. But what I have found, man, I'm I'm getting in this cool little vibe with myself. Certain things are happening. Some things are coming along. You know, we just finished up that rough last weekend. And there was a solid. Dude, did you realize on on this rock specifically? It was not as. Um, Nashville was very much uh, like a bonding experience. Mm-hmm. Or Knoxville, whatever it was. Yeah, Nashville. Yeah. It was a very bonding experience. And the 50 miler was started out very bonding and then got real quiet. Yeah. This one was like almost quiet the yeah. entire time. Yeah. Because I, 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 to me, I just was like, okay, I know the work we got to put in. Let's get the yeah. work done. You know what I mean? Like, there was something to prove on this one. Yeah. It was just like, okay, let's do it. Like, there's no reason we shouldn't get this done. So, even though we ended it with a sprint. Yeah. That we did. Yeah. Um, so, for sure. For sure. Shout out to Morgan for that sprint, though, bro. Yeah. Holy yeah. smokes. Yeah. He went from pulling up the rear to, to leading the pack. Definitely. And not so, just leading the pack. That mug was gone. He was. He was not going to fail. He would rather not have legs than, than fail, you know. So, there's uh, there's a lot to be said about that. For sure. Yeah. So that, that, it, was, um, it was a cool experience. I had, I, I had to dig deep on that one. That yeah, last, there's the end oh, for wow. sure, man. Last couple miles, we, mm, which that would be the last time that I go into one without training. Yeah, we didn't do a good job of prepping at all, you know, and that's that kind of goes back to you know, plan to win, prepare to win, expect to win, yeah. and um, having the expectation that we were just going to do it because we've done it before, and that that even sets you up for a, a larger opportunity for failure. You know, is well, I've done it before. I got this. It's kind of weak. I, 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 I prepped my gear at the last minute. I didn't have near the supplies that I normally have. We didn't plot our brakes like we should have. All that stuff, and all it did is we we still accomplished what we were going to accomplish, but we made it more difficult on ourselves. Yeah, it's kind of like back to procrastination, you know. Well, for us. I feel like Morgan, I feel like Morgan put in his time and he put in his prep and he, you know, he showed up, he was ready to roll that, the, the moment we landed. Um, you and I, on the other hand, <laughs> dude, that 50 miler burned me out. Man. Yeah. I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's the case. I don't want to speak for him, but yeah. I don't know if he prepped the way he used to. 
I, I don't think he did. I mean, he, he's had a lot going on in life. A lot of, you know, he's been yeah. moving and all kinds of things, you know, career, I mean, job changes, role changes and stuff. I, I, I would, I think it'd be safe to say, I think his, his workout regimen is probably just a lot more intense than ours anyways. Uh, I think he's more naturally athletic than both of us. I don't know, man. I don't <laughs> Yeah, you know, you I don't take know, it to the gun show. There you go. <laughs> but you know, I mean, like, I mean, I think I he do. just has so many years of of running and stuff where he's really pushed himself. Yeah. That there's some things that he could probably do out the gate better than us. But sure. you know, I mean, I, I still don't think his preparation was where it needed to be. So, um, anyways, I think that's kind of that kind of goes back to business or personal or whatever, right? Like, yeah especially if you've done it before, well, what did you do last time that made you successful? Then, okay, how do you make it more successful? Not, hey, I got this, I can wing it now. That's what I did. And I paid the price with a lot more additional pain in a slower pace. Yeah. I, I was happy with the shoe choice this this time around. Yeah. I didn't, I ended up with maybe a blister on my hill like on the very, very back, but minor. Yeah. I mean, I, so we did that Saturday, 26 miles Sunday. We flew back Monday morning. I got up, I was up at four with, with Danielle and we did our uh, two mile walk. Yeah. You know, I I mean, my legs are still stiff, like very stiff, but um, you know, what, what really got me though, what I've noticed is I, I swear it's taken me till this morning to not feel dehydrated. Same. Yeah. Same. Like that. Cause that goes back. Cause basically the last hour, I mean, I was dry on water you filtered out. Oh man. I was like, cause we started getting down the end. I was hurting so bad. Cause I didn't prep. Right. I dumped my water except for that last little bit. And then I chugged that in one sip and then I was screwed. Yeah. You know, I mean, like I said, the, the planning on my, my end was, was subpar at best. You know, that was, um, it, it, it'll take you somewhere. It'll yeah. take you, it'll take you somewhere for sure. Yeah. Um, so you think about that compared to the 50, we literally ran the last mile in to try to make time. Now imagine if we were doing the 50, we'd only been halfway done. Yeah. No, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's no way, no way in hell. That would ever happen. So 26 so. miles without a lot of training, um, without putting the weight on the feet. I mean, there, there was a lot of, there was a lot of things to kind of debrief with that. Um, but I think with some training, that heavy weight, putting some miles on the feet, put some weight on the feet. I think that changes the game a little bit. If, if we did decide to attempt the 50, um, I just don't have the urge. I don't have the urge. That's that's a lot of a lot of fucking pain. Yeah. So um what we're speaking of, everyone, like if you if anything we're saying interests you in this, I will tell you it's a very cool company. It's a very cool culture. It's a great group of folks. It's called GORUCK, G-O-R-U-C-K. And they do several different events all over the country, but it, it, it's kind of like military inspired um, events. So instead of going and running a 5k, 
you ruck, which rucking is basically like a, an urban style hike uh, with a weighted pack on your back. They give you all these points they plot out. You got to go hit all these landmarks. So it's a really cool way to do it. It's, it's a, especially if you go with a team. So uh, Addison and I and um, Morgan uh, do this. We've done several now. And it's, it's a really cool way to see a city, especially like I've never hung out in Nashville um, until we did this event man, what a cool way to see the city. Cause you go, they, they send you to all these really neat landmarks. You're walking through the city. So you get to really take in a lot of different stuff. That was my first time actually in Washington, DC. What a great way to see DC, man. Yeah. I mean, I got to soak that in. So, uh, it, they're, they're, they're a lot of fun. Um, yeah. you don't win some big medal at the end or any of that bullshit. They give you a little bitty patch and it's a patch you can't buy it's got to be earned and it's uh it's it's just it's a cool it's a really cool um uh setup i yeah. like it i i do absolutely love that part of it yeah it's there, there's something to be said about putting in the work and the the grind and and when you get up to that 26 and then that 50 Man, that that twenty six is is something that can be accomplished, but it's not accomplished without pain in some aspect. I mean, even if you do train, I mean, you're probably able to get it done, but there's there's still that that little that little voice up here or inside here that's like, ooh, ah, oh, you're hurting, da, 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 right? Yeah. Um, but being able to get past that, dude, there's something to be said about uh, being able to to reach down, grab them up, and and hook them out. Yeah. Cause like you're playing, I mean, cause like I said, after a while, once you get tired, you go silent. Yeah. And once you're silent, you're pretty much in your head, 100%. you know? So, um, and you think about how everything hurts. So, you know, but they, they also do a 12 mile. I think they've inter- even introduced a six mile rock just to try to get people to try it. Yeah. You know, um, if you've never done one, definitely start with the 12. Uh, I will tell you, I mean, even prior military, all the rocks I did in my, in my military career, I was years out. I was freaking lazy when Morgan asked me about doing the 12 miler in Atlanta. And when I did that, like I, it had been a while, my feet weren't broken at all. Dude, it beat me up. That 12 miler beat me up. Like I was surprised it, it, it was eye opening how bad the 12 miler beat me up because I was just like, man, I used to do this stuff like it, like with way more gear, carrying a weapon, like loaded out, right? Long sleeves. I'm doing this in shorts and a t-shirt and I'm smoked with, you know, probably a total of somewhere between 25 pounds to 30 pounds on my back. I was like, wow, this is surprising. So that really kind of got me back in the mindset of how I need to take better care of myself. Um, but yeah, man, start with the 12 miler. You can still see a lot of the cool things and work your way up to the 26 and then go ahead. If you're feeling balls, you go ahead and go for that 50. Yeah. That, that yeah. 50 is made to, that 50 is made for you to quit. It is. It's that 50 is made you. to break you. Yeah. There's, there's no doubt in my mind. Yeah. Um, so with that being said, <clears throat> there's a few things that I do want to jump into today. Uh, as far as business goes, um, or, or yeah, business, the life in general, um, been having some, 
some things go on in, inside the the company as far as agents that that work for me and mm. um something that that there's some things that that you don't teach in business right and that's listening to your gut there's there's not a lot of stuff on that right yeah um <clears throat> that comes from personal work and experience and it comes from uh putting in the time and then also knowing yourself. Uh, what, I'm, what I'm talking about here is uh, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you kind of what, what the, the, the situation that, that occurred. Um, <clears throat> we were out of town this weekend. And so I had to have agent an agent cover me. Right. And that agent uh, accepted to go on these these appointments for me, and she had a prior appointment to it, and so she went to her appointment, and then was going to go to mine, right for the rest of the day. There was a there's a conflict in time with her original appointment, and ended up expanding the amount of time that she was going to be there. There was a lack of communication, and so that's all when I was out of town, right, when it came to my plate up the chain a little bit, um, all I saw was, okay, we're having a communication problem again, right? This has already been taken care of. Why are we having it again? Yeah. So I kind of, uh, obviously we, we solved the problem. Client got handled. That got taken care of. But now I've got this, this situation on my plate of this agent has done this before communication wise right so now it's my time to debrief of what happened when i get back in the office on monday <clears throat> come in on monday she sits down we have a full conversation full debrief of what happened okay and something that ended up coming out in this conversation was not just the the lack of communication which was a problem right if you know you can't be somewhere, go ahead and let them know the moment you get there. Yeah. Um, which had the opportunity did, did open up for that to happen. Uh, but there was questions that were not asked in the party that she was with, <clears throat> which led her to not updating us until, you know, let's just say the appointment was at four. She didn't update us till three 30. She was not going to make it. Okay. So scramble at that point. Yeah. Um, but going further into the conversation, the real situation came out, the real problem. And it was the fact that she knew her client, her client, to kind of give you some, some detail here, her client was an older woman. She didn't want to interrupt the older woman. And let her know that she had another appointment to come to after hers, right? So the situation that was unfolding in front of her was the other party was late to showing up to the appointment. The older lady was waiting on this person to show up, right? Yeah. And she, uh, the agent didn't have the confidence, didn't have the, um, didn't have the, uh, the mindset to actually listen to her internals. When her internals are screaming like, hey, you got to update this or you got to go to the next appointment. You got to say something. 
she was stuck in the the situation. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> was not listening to her her gut. Right. And so mm-hmm. with that being said, that's something that I've never touched on. I've never trained that. I you know, you you normally don't train that. Yeah. And my my thoughts. Um and so there was a lack of self confidence. There was a lack of um time management. There was a lack of trusting herself. And there was also a lack of um self confidence, time management. And not wanting to be rude. Yeah. Uh, and so I know that situation very well. Uh, in the sense of you may be with an older person. They're talking your ear off. And you've mm-hmm. got an appointment that you got to get to. But you don't want to interrupt them because you don't want to ruin the, the thing, right? Yeah. The conversation. And it's hard when it's an older person. But also there's there's a there's a simple fact of the like there's a simple fact of the matter where if you don't value your time, no one else will. If you don't listen to yourself, it creates a snowball effect of not listening to yourself, which creates more of a problem, especially in this case. Mm-hmm. And I I at the time, Friday, didn't realize that was going on sit down and actually debrief the situation with the person. And now I understand that there's a lack of confidence. There's a lack of willingness to listen to herself and her gut. There's a lack of understanding the value of time, not only for others, but for herself. So we had that full, that full conversation. And now I understand that it's more than just, service level problem. Yeah. You know, and that's one of the main things I'm picking up from this that I appreciate is you, the, it's not just assumptions. Maybe in the moment there's an assumption like, mm-hmm. ah, man, this person's screwing this up. Right. That's natural. Yeah. But then the recollect and then going and having that conversation with them and then breaking it down. So you, you know, you learn like, well, Hey, I didn't teach that. Should I have to teach that? Maybe, maybe not, but like, okay, well, let me teach tips to this so you can learn, you know? I mean, that's, that is one of the things we are supposed to do. Like, you know, we, we don't think about stuff in the, as the way they used to do it, where there was an apprentice and there was a master to it. Right. And the master taught the apprentice every single thing. Like, that's part of it. Nobody knows what's in your head. You forget that you know what you already know and that there was things that you had to learn through time or somebody had to teach you. And, you know, that you still got to reflect on those things. You, you got to be careful. Sometimes I'm too empathetic. Sometimes I go, well, I can understand why they see it that way. But should I? Should I see that? Because it's very clear how it's all spelled out. Like, okay, this is the fourth time. There's no more, there shouldn't be any more empathy to that. Now it's either a listening or a doing problem. But if you haven't taught that, you know, you got to be cognizant to that fact of like, hey, okay, maybe it is partly them. It is partly them because some things are common sense. But hey, there's also some things that should be common sense for me on what I'm teaching. And I got to give them that too. 
you know? So that, that's a really good takeaway. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, a lot of <clears throat> was able to, so Morgan, um, taking it back to Morgan and his leadership skills, but he, he sent me this, this, this outline basically of it's four quadrants, my expect or your performance, uh, your results, and it's basically the expectations of uh-huh. of that person in the in their role. And at the time, I I didn't build it out for everyone, especially not agents. Right, an agent, you work, yeah. you do your thing. Um, and so when he we had, I kind of debriefed this situation with him on Friday before you uh, ended up getting there, and he resent that that sheet to me from that initial conversation. Uh, on Monday, I was able to take that information and put it on one of the the quadrants, the quadrant of the things that you should be working on. You would be my hero in the next four months, right? If you did these things, one of those, I was able to put self-awareness, time management, right? I was able to put those things. Yeah. But on the other half of, of the last quadrant there is the things that you, uh, the things that you would do that would make me mad or, or drive me crazy, right? Yeah. Um, that fourth quadrant, I was able to put not listening to yourself, like not following your gut, not, not doing the things yeah. that I was able to actually specifically tune that to that person, right? Yeah. And so that's massive, dude. Like, that's huge. That's huge. That's huge because understand the debrief, but understand now that you can fix that problem by putting the expectation of what you're looking for. Yeah. So shout out to that, but massively being able to actually break down the conversation, have a full debrief with, with, with the situation, right? Personal, uh, professional, like both ends. You have Mm -hmm. a problem at home, debrief it, debrief it all the way down. Have the conversation that you don't want to have. Go yeah. through it. Yeah. Because that's the only way things change. Yeah. Only way. I agree, man. You know, I mean, that's the thing. Like, you have a responsibility for the people that are under you to create opportunity. Opportunity does not just mean money. You mm-hmm. should create an opportunity for them to make more money. You should create an opportunity for them to be more successful. But what is successful? Like, in many ways, they're their communication skills, their typing skills, right? Their selling skills, all that conflict resolution skills. Like you should be teaching skills that make them a better person. Yep. I will tell you one of them, that is absolutely 100% what I focus on is how do I create opportunity? And if you're not challenging your people to be better and then showing them how they can be better and in turn keeping yourself to a higher standard to be better, like that's all what this is about. It's growing and learning and continuing to have layer upon layer upon layer. And if you're not doing that, the money goes so far, but it only goes so far. You want people to look back and talk about the experience, right? Of why they're still there. Or if they leave and go on to new opportunities, I've left places. The guy that gave me my opportunity in insurance he gave me such an incredible experience. I still, to this day, he is still a mentor and I still 
tell stories about the things he's taught me. He went on to make me better in the future, even though I'm not with him. That has continued to pay him because there's ways that I have tried to look out for him because of all the ways he looked out for me. And if somebody leaves me tomorrow, that's that's fine. But they're going to leave here. I tell people when they start, you stick with me, you're going to leave here with some skills. Yeah. Like, I'm going to challenge you to that. Like, you're going to leave here with better skills overall, you know? Overall. And if you're not doing that for your people, you really need to think about that. If That's you're it. Come in, if you're coming into my world, you're leaving better. Period. Yeah, absolutely. Period. So you're going to leave with some skills. Some skills maybe might be what you don't want. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what you don't want in a boss, what you don't want in a place you work at. Okay. I'm not the perfect fit for everybody. Hell, if I'm the perfect, if I'm, if I'm the fit for everyone, then I'm not the right fit for any, you know what I'm saying? For certain people. And I know who I am and who are the people I want around me. So like there's people that's going to come in here. They're not going to fit right. And that's okay. Good. Let's figure that out on the front end. And then let's figure out where you can go, where you can thrive. That's right. That, that's fine. That's, right. that's fine. So, you know, like start looking at it from that mindset, man. That's, that's awesome. What you're talking about. I mean, it's right on the money. Yeah. And it felt good. That was the biggest part because I came in and I was like, oh man, this is not going to happen again. We are, we're doing, we're riding up. We're going to do this whole piece. And then it hit me that maybe it's, maybe it's a deeper situation, bro. Yeah. Right. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's not just, maybe it's not her trying. Maybe it's not her listening. Maybe it's just the simple fact that there's an insecurity. Yeah. Which I've been in that situation where you don't want to be rude. So it's like, how can, how can I be mad at that? If it's something that I never passed on. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. I agree. Completely. I agree completely in, in quit making assumptions. Everybody quit making assumptions that everybody knows what you know. Yep. Right. Like, um, I mean, there's people who come from all kinds of different backgrounds. Some people get amazing support. I was very fortunate, man. I had a mom and dad that looked out for me, gave me great advice anytime I asked for it, which to this day I still ask for. They still give me great advice. You know, those people who flat out didn't have that, you know, and however you're providing them additional skills, they may not have got at home growing up, like give them that stuff. They're hungry for it. They may not know it, but they are. Show them how it improves their life. Let them watch it improve their life. And then they will be addicted to it. That's it. That's yeah. it. Understand that not everybody starts at the same, at the same spinach, or start, starting line. Like, yeah. Being able to say, like, you know, some people's parents are different than other people's parents. And, and that, that place of starting is different than what you got. Right. And then now that you're here, you can't assume somebody or you can't, you can't expect that some, you can not expect somebody to be where you are or to be following in the same footsteps if they don't have the same foundation. Yeah. And it's about how can you, how can you increase the filling in the cracks of the foundation? Yeah. Yeah. If you've had somebody in your life, if you're, if you're sitting there shaking your head at this, like, yep, I know, I know exactly where you're at. I know exactly what you're saying. To, to, to us too, then 
okay, you probably have somebody who's a shining light or a shining example in your life. And if you're really fortunate, maybe hopefully more than one. Okay. They gave you that. Give that shit to someone else. Facts. Facts. Give it to someone else. Big facts. Yeah. James, let's put a bow on this bad boy. I think I think uh, we've said what we needed to say. I agree. With that being said, folks, go check out our folks over at Origin USA and JockoFuel.com. Get your code GRIND10 in there to save you 10% off. Code GRIND10. And that's going to save you 10%. James, with all that being said, where does this take us? Run her out. Sir. Sure.